Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. Okay, guys, back again for another episode. Um, We are really excited today because we have a special guest. All of our guests are special, but this one I've known for um, a long time. And so her name is Crystal Pichon. 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 Knew I was going to screw that up. We're just going to go ahead and go with it. (laughs) Crystal and I have known each other since... 14, 13. Around there. Okay, 2013, 2014. So we're going to talk about Crystal and what she does. She is a... Bish? <laughs> Does I say that right? Or, back, or what is it? To be politically correct okay. and not bleeped. Okay. That's a good term. Okay. All right. So. Badass. Yeah. She's just, she's just badass. Okay. So we'll just leave it like that. Anyway, so I wanted to start um, on last week's episode. I had talked about how I had bought a new house. Patrick and I purchased a new house and it went super quick. The, the sale, the inspection. And so this past weekend, which again, we're, we're a week behind, but I'm sure I'll still be moving. So this past weekend we moved. I am here to say on this podcast, loud and clear, I am never, ever moving again. Ever. Ever. And if I do move again, then I'm going to have to win the lottery or something and just basically buy a house that already has all the furniture in it or something like that. This was a disaster. (laughs) Okay. So like I told Patrick, I said, I feel like I'm the person this weekend that I make fun of like for not having my shit together. And, um, I don't really know what me and Patrick were thinking in terms of like boxing stuff before we moved. Like I think in my brain, the movers were going to get there and we would all just box stuff together like one big happy family. (laughs) I don't, I really, I really don't know. And last week was a little hectic with work. And so that's just been challenging to juggle. I mean, Maggie, you're remodeling. Oh, yeah. And you said you were at your house till 12 last night. Well, see, I wish I was moving to a new location. I'm basically just moving out and moving right back in. It's like, so all my thing. we didn't... It's in disarray. We didn't rent a storage unit or anything. We pretty much just have everything under either carport, <laughs> in my car. Yeah. It's just chaotic. It's chaotic. Don't know where anything is, so it's just hard to... It's just hard to get ready in the morning, but... So... You know, I had taken off a little early on Thursday. Moving day was Friday, and I had taken off a little early on Thursday to my mom came over. She's really good at packing, and she's very organized, and so she was packing up my china. And 
again, I thought I would actually be able to have time to box things up with her. But instead, I got like five phone calls from people and clients that really needed me at that moment, which is one of the things I love about my career, but maybe not when I'm trying to move out of my house. It's just impeccable timing. You know how that goes, Crystal. I mean, it's just, it's more upon a time, I was probably one of those people before you (laughs) handed me off to two other people in the firm. That is true. (laughs) Crystal is also a client, a friend and a client. So, um. Like, take this nice girl. So they're special. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that. You've grown, Crystal. You've grown in your financial capabilities. Um, So Thursday was pretty hectic. And then, you know, the movers got there bright and early on Friday morning at 8. And it took them about four hours to load up all of our stuff. I have a question. Yes. Did you get China for your wedding? Yes. Okay. Yes, and I still have all of it. And it is a argument with me and my husband. Do you use it? No. He wants to get rid of it? Yes. And you want to keep it? So, fun fact, we had a china cabinet that my mom gave me, and then I got it painted, so it looked okay in the other house, and so then I asked my mom, I was like, is this, like, part of the family, or can I not bring it? And she's like, oh, you you do not need to bring it. So, Patrick was supposed to tell the movers not to load it up, and we were going to leave it in our old house and get it hauled away. It came with you. came with us. (laughs) Still have the china cabinet. It's sitting in my garage now. Where else would your china go, though? Oh, I figured that out. So, again, I'm gaining an extra bedroom and an extra bathroom, and I've got a ton of closet space. So, it's still in boxes on the top of a closet. Gotcha. Yeah. So, that's a whole nother. That's all. The china is a whole nother thing. I was just curious because I didn't get china for... I don't know. I guess you would register for it. I don't even know how you acquired I registered China. for it. So back okay. whenever I was getting married, people were still kind of doing that or mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. And also, I've said before, I have a ginormous family. Like, I got every piece of China I registered yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I had 400 people at my wedding, you know. So anyway, so that was, so Friday, they end up packing everything up and they're about to leave to go to the house. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go so I can, you know, start pointing where to put things. And I look at my current house and I'm like, I just look around and I'm like, we have so much stuff. We still have so much stuff in this house. So I had to call my sister and I was like, please come over here. She comes over. My, I'm like, call mom, get mom over here. I need y'all to box up this stuff. Now, I did not have to be out of my house. Like, my house is not even on the market right now. But, like, who wants to li- let that linger? You know? No. Okay. So, I- I'm saying this. Patrick and I have said all weekend, I do not know what we would have done without our family. Like, we would still have boxes packed up to the ceiling. I mean, my mom and sister, so they were probably at my old house for two hours. I'm pretty sure my sister looked at my mom and told her that it was a shit show. <laughs> Which is valid. That was a very true statement. They show up and they spend four hours unpacking my kitchen. And finally, like eight o'clock, I was trying to get my bathroom organized and like livable. And Patrick comes back there and he's like, we need to tell your mom and sister to stop. Like they are going to wear themselves out. This is not all going to get done tonight. Okay. So that was, that was Friday. So then Saturday, I wake up and my dad's like, Hey, I'm going to go to Lowe's. You know, I'm going to come over. We'll go to Lowe's. I'll get this. What did I tell you, Maggie? Like the dryer had like a three prong mm-hmm. plug and I needed a four prong something. I don't know. So dad shows up. He wanted to get to my house at 730 in the morning. I was like, okay, can you just like give me like an hour or so? And I woke up at 530 anyway. I don't really know. So we end up going to Lowe's. And when I woke up at 530, I started making a list of all of the other things that I needed. So we go to Lowe's and I'm like, dad. This Lowe's isn't going to have everything else. And he's like, well, Target's right there. So we go to Target. 
for almost two hours. It's a minimum target trip. Seriously. <laughs> I have not been to Target in years. I know, right, Crystal? How are we even friends? Maggie told me, Maggie's like, Melissa, you need to do that. I think that's a stress reliever for you. And I really need to do it with my dad. Because my dad was like, I don't really have anywhere to be, you know. Yes. And so Target's got the little, Don't like, bring your husband. No, I can't bring Patrick. Sorry, babe. I love you. I don't but know. I maybe can't not all you. husbands are like that, but my husband just pouts the entire time. No. Well, and like, then Patrick's like, just... I thought you came for dish towels. Exactly. Okay, well, I did, but I saw this basket that I needed. You <laughs> Target know? will tell you what you need. Right. Target will tell you what you need. God, that could be a slogan. So anyway, so we're having a blast, and then it starts raining, and I don't have a raincoat, and Dad's like, just go buy a raincoat. Wow. So there we go. <laughs> got, another, got another raincoat. So why not? While I was there. Wow. Um, and then when we loaded up the, the car, we didn't realize till after we went and picked up my mom that we left my trash cans in the cart. Target at the bottom of the cart, uh, but some nice person brought them to customer service, and I retrieved the. Trash they were just cans. having too much fun. We were. We we. I don't know how much Dad listens to this podcast, but like it was like a daddy daughter, like Saturday morning. I feel like we could make a tradition of it. He got to my house at nine. We didn't get back to my house till almost twelve thirty. Um. So that being said, one last bit about the move. Okay. Does anybody, uh, if I told you, you can't guess. Okay. If any, did I tell you how many steps I took in three you days? You did. Darn it. I won't guess. Crystal, do you want to guess how many steps I took in three days? In three days? Mm-hmm. 8,000? 52,000 steps oh, in wow. three days. Oh, you were saucing. 25,000 <laughs> 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 on Friday, 17,000 on Saturday, and like 11,000 on Sunday, something like that. Uh, Casey, don't go fact check my math if it's 52,000. It's somewhere around there. Um, so that was that. Okay. And we are still in a little bit of disarray, but I do like my house. I'm very happy to be there. Um, anyway. If anybody has any recommendations for white paint color, I have to decide that very quickly for my house. And I'm, I'm just kind of stressed out about it because it's paint. It's paint and it looks different in the. Daytime and the nighttime. I don't want it to be yellow. I don't want it to be blue. I need that perfect. You know what I'm saying, Chris? These are real problems. Yes. <laughs> what color is your house? Oh well, you know, I just splash a lot of everything. A little bit of yeah, this, a little, little bit, bit of, of that. But I was, I did look for a, a white tone, and I didn't want the yellow. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want it to be bright white. Yeah. I wanted it it's to tricky. be kind of a warm white. Yes. You know, cozy. Mm-hmm. Cozy. I'm into cozy. So literally had fifty five shades of oh my gosh. on a card, and I was literally zooming in with a magnifying glass. So do not ask me. Eventually, I just got sick of it and said, "You pick what you want." And the painter picked alabaster. Okay, I have seen that a lot. Are you happy with it? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so it, it's 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 met your requirements. It was for outside. Okay, in the carport. I mean, did it really matter? Oh, yeah. That's, I don't know if I would have put that much thought in the, into right, that. I, but, but I did. Oh, okay. Because well, I am who I am. Don't yes. judge me. I'm not, no, this is a no judgment podcast. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. Okay. Really quick. The poll on the hair. Mm-hmm. So, what was the results, Lainey? All right. So, we asked if you should highlight your hair, and 88% of you said yes. So, I'm wondering, does that mean that my hair just looks terrible? Do I not look good as a brunette? That's not what that means. Okay. Maggie and I both voted for you to not do anything, so 
We think you look great. Oh, well, thanks, guys. <laughs> By the way, as I'm looking at Lainey, Lainey officially has some, like, legit headphones. <laughs> she oh, nice. I swear to this. Like, you know, the headphones that you get with your Apple phone. <laughs> and I was like. And her phone was old, old. Yeah. So they would glitch out. And I was like, okay, let's let's go ahead and here's, here's, uh, here's a credit card. Go buy you some headphones. So um, <laughs> thank you for everyone that... Um, participated in the poll. <laughs> really appreciate that. So on to highlighting my hair, I'll make an appointment with Joni, who is my aunt, who also does my hair. She's over at Rough Cuts and shout out to Joni. She does a fantastic job. And I love having my aunt do my hair because then I just sit in the chair and I'm like, just do what you think looks good. So maybe she'll look great. Huh? I think you look great. But maybe highlighting is like a, a summer thing. Yeah. Spring is upon us. Yes, true. Thank so, the Lord. So some people just highlight. New house, new hair. You know, we'll, we'll go for it. All right, next up, word of the episode. Word of the episode. Word up. Looks like it's gander. Go ahead, Lainey. What does that word mean? We got two definitions. Oh, per usual. Yeah, per usual. So the way that we think about it is... A look or a glance to gander. Oh. But it is also a male goose. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is true. Sentence? Uh, Polly gandered at shelves full of coffee. <laughs> I feel like I would say, like, take a gander. Yeah. Like, take a I look. I feel like I well, might have been using that in the wrong kind. That's I'm pretty, pretty that's sure when we thought, I have been, too. That's what we thought about it was during Trisha's episode, the word... Um, whatever last week was, I was like, oh, you gander at that. And then it became the word of this week. Oh, okay. But well, a male goose? Yes, yeah. that sounds right. I feel like I learned that in elementary school. It's like in school. a nursery rhyme or something. Yeah. What nursery rhyme? Yeah. It's Little Bo Peep or something? No, that's sheep. That's a sheep. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. All right. And now we're on to our proud of myself moment or shortened to palm. All right. So my proud of myself moment, everybody brace yourself. I feel like I probably shouldn't tell, say this in front of Crystal, but we've talked about my inability to say no and your inability to say no at one point. Right. Okay. And then we had a pandemic. Right. <laughs> then we had a pandemic. Right. I, I, you know, so I, um, I was, I feel like because I am an accountant CPA, I get asked to be on boards. A lot. I was on Crystal's board, <laughs> and I politely, I mean, I was, I served on the board for a couple of years. You did. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then when I felt like you were in a good place, then I felt I could exit stage left. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm currently on this board. It's a great, I won't, it, it's um, a great mission. I love supporting them. I just, time is not on Melissa Torito's side, and I just don't have a lot of it. Um, I do a lot of other extra not curriculars, but specific to my profession. So I got a call last week and I was asked to actually serve as the board chair and I declined. I mean, that's a big job. Right. And it was very hard because, I mean, I wanted to just be like, yes, I will do this. But then I knew, I knew that if I said yes, I would just be really stressed out. So that's my proud of myself moment because that's not easy for me to do. I don't like to let people down. 
I'm proud of you too. I feel like it was less of for you and more for the agency because when you ask somebody to be their president, your president on your board, you're expecting things. Right. And I don't know you to do anything half-assed. That's part of it. Right. Either you're going to do it or you're going to do it well or you're not going to do it. Correct. So. Thank you, Crystal. Hmm. That's quite a compliment. All right, Maggie, what's your poem? My proud of myself moment was sharing the podcast and Lainey messaged me back and said, look at you, you're getting so much social media confidence. And I was like, look, I'm doing it. I said I was going to do it and I'm doing it. You did. And you're doing a fantastic (laughs) job. So much better than what I am doing. I don't think so. I'm not posting anything. You're doing good. I have a ghost poster. (laughs) Instead of a ghost writer. Hey, hey, you you made it happen. No, that's, it's a who. She's my who. Um, Do you have a proud of yourself moment that you've had, Crystal? Well, I'm here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, And dressed adorable. Yeah. Like you. Let's just say we're proud that Crystal put on real bridges. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Brushed her hair. Yeah. That's the makeup one. Lipstick. Splash some paint on her face. Yes. And you have jewelry. I mean, you accessorized. You know. I'm more comfortable in sweatpants. Um, So am I. So So am I. Okay. I'm proud of that today. I feel like you could rock some sweatpants with that outfit and be cute. Joggers are in, y'all. Yeah. Get with it. I mean, okay, so I was at my friend's house this weekend because since I moved, now I know a bunch of people in this neighborhood. So one of them was having a little Mardi Gras thing and this girl was wearing these joggers from Viore. And they are they are fancy joggers. Oh, yeah, like you can put them on and dress them up and dress them up with a blazer or not. V U O R I. Never heard of it. Yeah, so they got some really cute joggers. That's what I was thinking because you you look really cute, but you could also dress it back down with some joggers and some sneakers. Oh, you know I'm gonna go change when I leave here. (laughs) I mean, I would do the same. I'm working from home today in Grantland, so I don't need to be dressed up for that. Gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) So let's move on to you, Crystal. Okay, so sadly, I I mean, I know you starting when we served on a board together, which Mm -hmm. was not your board. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I think you were you were doing what you do now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just under a different name. That's what I thought. So yes. we're gonna get there. So first of all, where are you from? I'm from the big city of Slidell. Oh, okay. On the North Shore, and that's where you went to grade school and high school. Mm-hmm. Came to Baton Rouge to go to LSU. The I, what is it, the twelve or the ten from Slidell? Oh Lord. Okay. Don't ask me that. I have gotten on the wrong interstate more than I Probably the 12. Okay. Got on the 12. Okay. Stopped off at Southeastern. Okay. Went to college. Okay. Okay. Lived there for, you know, four or five years and then continued up the 12. Okay. And came to Baton Rouge to do an internship. Okay. After undergrad. So what'd you get your undergrad in? Health education and promotion. So it's a kinesiology slash nursing degree. So what were you thinking at that time you were going to do? Who knows? Oh, okay. I know. I, I was thinking I was probably going to be a PE teacher. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. I yep. Think. Just think random things. I mean, it's health education, so I could teach health. I could teach PE. Okay. I could go work at a gym. That's what I'm going to do. Stuff like that. Later in life. Is that and what you're going to do? That is When you I'm, retire? Yes. I'm going to go work at the library where no one can talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> People will talk to you at the library. Huh. Yeah. And I'm going to say... <laughs> Okay, so you moseyed on down to Baton Rouge for an internship. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what was that internship in? I randomly got an internship at what used to be called the Safety Council. Okay. 
and I helped with their community outreach. Okay. Which is where I learned about nonprofits. Okay. And where I learned about running community programs. So one would say that I fell into safety by accident. Okay. Literally fell gotcha. into it. That's kind of funny. What's the safety council called now? Alliance Safety Council. It's where the plant okay. workers go to get their training and their development. But at the time, they did have that community outreach and community health division. Gotcha. And I ran, um, they had a kids safety summer camp. And I ran that summer camp when oh. I was there. And then they hired me after I graduated. And I worked there for five years. Learned a ton. Oh, Wow. From their bomb CEO. Okay. Unconventional. I mean, just risk taker. I, I learned a lot of what I've learned from her. Okay. So, so that yeah. so that CEO or that person, would you say that was a mentor to you? I would say so. Advocate I mean, maybe? Mentor yeah. advocate? Unofficially. But yeah, like, you know, you watch, you learn. I was fresh out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I'm really happy you think that I'm a lady. I'm a little rough around the edges. Um, not rough around the edges. <laughs> a little, just a little bit. And she, she had a leadership style that I was like, that's cool. I can dig that. Okay. Learning. And I watching. feel like I know who this person is. Kathy Trahan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She is. I've, I've met her a couple of times. She probably would not know who I was, but she's pretty phenomenal. She is. Yeah. She definitely has she a definitely is. presence about her. Okay. So you did that. And then somewhere along the line, I met a lawyer. Right. (laughs) And she said, I want to start a nonprofit, but, you know, I'm a lawyer. I don't really know anything about starting a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. You want to start a nonprofit with me? And I did what any responsible adult would do. (laughs) Left my job (laughs) with good benefits (laughs) to run off into the wind and start a nonprofit with no money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about this, though. So... The nonprofit, this nonprofit that you're the CEO or executive director or both? CEO, toilet scrubber, if I have to be. Whatever, Janet, whatever. Okay. Whatever it needs to be. But the nonprofit, what prompted this attorney or this lawyer to want to start this nonprofit? So back then it was called Lexley's Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Lexley Overton um, is, was an injury attorney. Mm-hmm. She has since found a new passion, and that's what she does now. But she worked a case where a young girl had been paralyzed in a crash. Mm-hmm. Um, she did research on the crash for why, you know, the mother had passed away um, in the crash and then the daughter was paralyzed and the father was left to take care of the daughter. So in researching the crash, she learned a lot about, you know, seatbelt safety and car seat safety as she studied and she became certified and realized uh, to help families install car seats. And she realized, you know, if I never have to do another child injury case again, I would be just fine. I don't want to work cases where children are injured because she had to follow her through therapy and just excruciating pain. Just really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, what can I do to stop this from happening to other kids? So... That's where that came from. And, you know, we thought, well, we're just going to check a few car seats, keep some kids safe. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good gig. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. So she had the vision and she wanted you to execute the vision. Yes. Right? So here we are. I mean, we've grown, we've gone through a rebrand, we've gone through a name change. Lexley does still serve on our board. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's really just grown beyond what we ever thought it was going to be and then in the future we're working on some pretty great things where 
it's literally beyond my wildest dreams. So, Love to see it happen. So it initially started out with training to install car seats correctly, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I mean, I don't know anything about installing a car seat, but I would think a lot of people probably just put them in the car and kind of strap them up. Or something like the that. The best they can. The best yes. they can. Right? No no intention, you know, for doing it wrong. But I feel like when I was on the board and we did our retreat, the training to properly install, or I think the, the training for your volunteers, maybe to train somebody how to install or to help somebody install a car seat, that training was like four or five days. Yeah, it was right? a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the ins and outs of installing yeah. a car We're seat. talking about crash dynamics, physics. I mean, you're learning literally from the root of where it all starts. And then you go all the way along until you eventually get to learning about installing car seats. But you have to learn all the nuances of why we're doing what we're doing and what causes what before you can get to the end game. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was a week long. Um, And since then, I mean, that's where it started. But, you know, other programs were developed, Mm -hmm. um, school partnerships were formed, Mm -hmm. community partnerships were formed, people ended up being trained in our programs to help us deliver the programs. Um, And were these mostly volunteers? Mostly, but then other safety-minded organizations who didn't necessarily maybe have their own safety programming, you know, they would partner with us. And we're called the Safety Place, by the way. Right. New name is by, the Safety yes. Place. So, you know, a lot of people couldn't say Lexley, and they would call us to see if we had daycare openings. And men were kind of afraid of the logo because it was really it was really soft and feminine. It had cute little kids on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see where people would think we were a daycare. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. So, we so did, that was the rebranding. Yeah. Okay. We did the rebranding. And nobody could ever, you know, in my mind, I'm like, if they couldn't say the name or they couldn't remember the name, they'd be like, you know, that safety place. And I'm yeah. like, let's just be called the safety place. Yeah, and I like it. You know, they won't forget our name. It could be attractive to all ages, all sexes, all creeds, just something that was just for the general masses. Okay. So one of, so y'all have a lot of programs and whenever I served on the board, you apply for a lot of grants. I feel like you're really good at the grant thing. Am I? I feel like you are. You get a lot of money, Crystal. I mean, that's the, you know, you get a lot of money to run your nonprofit. It's, it's a, you know, I am not a certified grant writer. I am more of a self-taught grant writer. And yes, I do write a lot of grants. Um, It is how nonprofits survive. I mean, you try to diversify your funding between grants, corporate sponsorships, individual donations, fundraisers, mm-hmm. um, any any in which other way that you can raise money. Um, grants are quite the daunting task. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've never actually seen this grant that we talk about, but on every board, they talk about grants. I mean, when we served on that board together, I know that that executive director spent a lot of time writing grants. Yeah, it's a lot. Is it a questionnaire? And just like a really detailed questionnaire, and then you gotta like write about your mission, vision. Yeah, I would say it's. Do you have to submit financial information? Absolutely. Okay. They want all the things. Okay. Mm-hmm. To the penny, to the to the everything, but some grant all grants are not created equally. So some are pretty simple. They will cap you on how many words and characters they want because if you get someone like me, I'm gonna write you a book and paint you a picture. Yeah. And then attach it all and send it to you. So then they cut people like me off and they say, no, you're not going to send me 10,000 words. You're going to send me 250 words. That's it. So you have to explain how amazing you are 
when there's so much just bottled up inside in 250 characters, not even words. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, But it is a sophisticated questionnaire, yes. They will go from your mission to sustainability plan to your financials to, I mean, the possibilities are endless, what they could ask for. And let me ask you this. Is the more money that you're trying to get, the longer the grant process is? I would say so. I mean, The more money you're asking for, the more complicated. And are some of these grants you're asking for a certain amount or some of them, you know, you're applying for a certain amount, like that it's already been designated? A lot of people will say the this funding is typically ranged between, say, 5000 and 25000 Gotcha. Okay. Um, there, I mean, it's been a while where they say, you just ask me for whatever you want, anything under the sun. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you may get just write me a proposal and we'll let you know how much money we have. And, you know, it could be anything. Okay. Maybe 10000 How do you, how do you find out about a grant? Oh, you know, you just dig. What about I say? You, like, you claw your way. <laughs> claw your way through these torrential nonprofit streets <laughs> until you find what you need. It's pretty cutthroat in the nonprofit world. I, I mean, this is why I'll never get into the not like this, not what you've it's done. It's warm and fuzzy because, you know, we love our missions. We You're serve passionate. our community. Yes. We're passionate. But it's pretty cutthroat. Well, and I think one of the things that you learned is... Even though it's a nonprofit, it's still a business. Oh, it is. Oh, it's a small business. The nonprofit status is basically a tax status. Yeah. Is what it You're is. Right. But we, you know, we pay the same bills as a for-profit business, but then we are also charged with serving those in need in addition right. to paying bills. We don't, you know, if you don't form the right partnerships, right. because we did recently, you know, form a partnership with Our Lady of Lake Children's Health, but in most cases, you don't get a discount from energy. You don't get a discount on your, I mean, you're paying rent, you're mm-hmm. paying electricity, you're paying overhead. The more money you spend on overhead, depending on your financial situation, the less money you can spend on the cause, right. on your programs. Right. And then eventually you have to have employees, which yes. means you have to manage those employees, right. just like any for-profit business. And so, you know, when I first started, so I did serve on the board for maybe, um, not very long, maybe two years. Two Your or term three. was three. Oh, uh, three years. I did yeah. it for three years. Time flies and when you're having a good time. One of the things I always <laughs> tell nonprofit executive directors or CEOs is, you know, or really just anybody in business is, because you were, let's just be honest, I feel like the financial statements really stressed you out at first. It's not my favorite job. She has come a long way, everyone. <laughs> she, I, I, I did introduce her to two people at Falcon Winkler who are the, ex, I mean, they're really great. I love them. Amy I love all of you. I do. Yeah. And so Crystal has come a long way. I think you emailed us a couple of months ago and you were like, I'm watching this webinar and I totally know what they're talking about or whatever. So, but that is one of those things I feel like when people do that, they expect themselves to be able to understand that. But no offense, you didn't graduate into accounting and you didn't work at an accounting firm. I run far away from it. Actually. Right, exactly. But, and that's, but that's why you're good at what you do, you know, mm-hmm. because you're dedicated and you're passionate about your nonprofit. You know, the, the financials are just kind of part of the gig. Just a requirement. Just yeah. a requirement. So, um, and that's why we, we find, I know my talents and yes. I'm not afraid to say, you know, I know a lot of things, but I don't know everything. So I, I shine where I shine mm-hmm. and then I depend on brilliant people like the people who work for Falcon Winkler <laughs> to rein me in and be like, you're losing it. You need to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
but let me just say, I mean, Crystal, you Crystal is phenomenal at the grant writing and raising money because I mean, you you did you've grown this organization. It's big. Well, and I you mean, probably work all the time. Well, yeah, that that there. You know, <laughs> I say if you have to be somewhere all the time, you may as well make it a brilliant space. So, and and make it beautiful. I work better when things are pretty. I'm not very girly. Again, I'm more of a minimalist and I'm a little rough around the edges. And by minimalist, she walked in with just her cell phone. Okay. And you're like, where are my keys? And her keys are in her pocket. And, and I'm it. so jealous that she was able to do that. But. And she sports a fanny pack as a purse now. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I mean, people walk past my office and they're like, oh, it's so pretty. It's so tranquil. I'm like, well, if I have to sleep here. You may as well. <laughs> well, make it look you nice. Know, I still have that diffuser that yeah. you had. It's not here. It's actually in my bedroom. And I've been, I, I really, she, I saw it maybe on Facebook or something oh, like that. Yeah. And I was like, Crystal, where did you get that I from? I mean, we're getting the chakras aligned. We got crystals, sage, healing wood. It's kind of like a spa. Praise Except and worship. You just need to get a massage therapist in there. I have one. Oh, not at the office, but I do have one. Um, I mix all the things for healing and to keep my mind clear because it is very easy for the brain to fog and to take yourself to a place to where you don't recognize yourself. Yeah. Like I tell you all the time, I'm like, Melissa, we don't ever want to see 2016 Crystal again. She's gone. Yeah. I remember okay. I remember Bye. 2016, Bye. Crystal. <laughs> but, remember, but remember, like, you and I have always kind of been, like, where we'll see each other and we'll be like, are you okay? Like, you've asked me that before. You've no, been like, I'm not okay, but it's all good. Don't worry about it. We're going to make it. Gonna You're better. Be okay, right? You're better. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We've made progress. We have made big progress. So, um, in the midst of all of this, so, you know, just like starting a nonprofit, no big deal, running it, growing it, doing all the things. Didn't you go back to school? Oh, you know, it sounded like a good idea. To get your <laughs> master's in nonprofit? Messed my tailbone up and everything. How long did that take you? I zoomed through that master's program in a little bit under 12 months. And how long is the program normally for the normal person? Maybe like a year and a half. Okay. So that's mass- two years maybe. I, I am correct, but it's master's in nonprofit administration. Yes. Right? Okay. Did you feel like going back to school was helpful to run the nonprofit? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah okay. I think so. Taught you a lot. Because remember, my undergrad had nothing right. to do with the nonprofit field. I just woke up one day and thought, I'm going to go with this lawyer. Right. And I'm going to start a nonprofit. Right. Knew nothing about nonprofits. So how did you think I should, what made you think, okay, I should probably go back to school or it could be, it could be beneficial. It would behoove her to go back to there you school. Go. That there was one go. of our word of the episodes. <laughs> um, I mean, for me. And for my growth, but also for the benefit of the nonprofit, because the nonprofit is only as good as its leader. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm pretty proud. You asked me if my proud of myself moment. I mean, I'm pretty proud that I learned how to run a nonprofit yeah. basically with whatever I used to learn. Yeah. Um, but I think that going back helped me to understand how important the administration side of it is a lot of people see me and they're like we don't see you anymore that's because i got my big girl shoes on and i'm in the office doing all the things that nobody else wants to do right so they see me less delivering programs because in the beginning i delivered the programs i created the programs i wrote the grants i reported the grants Mm -hmm. i it was a one-person show for the first five years yeah and I think you had an intern at one point. I think intern, that person's yeah. now. You so how many employees do you have now? 
We have three full-time employees. Three full-time. And then we have 1099 contract workers. Look at that. Welcome, Winkler. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have interns that come from the local universities, okay. too, that, you know, are unpaid. Um, I do think that one thing that we all learn, especially when we get into a leadership position, is... And maybe you knew this already, or maybe you just got to the point where you're like, I can't do everything. But I do find it is difficult when you have emerging leaders to say, I can't do everything. Like it was, you have to leverage and that it's so hard requires help because we can do all things. We can do. I mean, in my brain, power. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I, I just... went through the same thing. You know, I knew I had employees and I had great mm-hmm. employees, but then, I mean, Maggie and I had a discussion last year where I was like, you know, this is where I see your skill set, and I have to let that rope go. You know, she's good at um, instilling confidence and trust with our referral sources and our clients. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I wanted, I always tell myself I'm a great delegator, but I'm still a control freak, people. I'm just a tad high strong. High strong, high stress, you know. Um, and so it wasn't until I did that and just said, Maggie, go with it. Don't come to me unless you need me. And it's worked. Right, Maggie? Mm-hmm. But it's hard. It's hard. I noticed because I said, hey, this podcast, what do I, I don't know, Lainey does that. <laughs> she's like, she just let it go. She's like, Lainey takes care of that. Lainey, yeah. I say this every episode. I mean, <laughs> I, I told Lainey, you can never leave me. I've only got about 15 more years to retirement, so stick it out for 15 years, but also does a phenomenal job. And so I've read that book, Who Not How?, which I mentioned on one of my podcasts, Hmm. and um, it talks about that. I think it oversimplifies the concept a little bit, but when you have a good who, your life is 20,000 times. My life is probably 20,000 times better, and by that I just mean my stress level and my workload. So anyway, and you've got good people because you have – I can never remember that – employee that you have that's been with you for a long time. Robin was yes. my first employee Robin, that I hired. Sweetest thing. And you were going to talk about Ashlyn, who started out as an intern and then finished her internship and stayed on as a volunteer okay. and waited until I had an opening. Okay. And now as a and full-time so th- employee, has since went back and got her master's degree and um, is still with me as well. So she started her nonprofit career where I started my nonprofit career. Basically she has the same degree as me in undergrad and her master's is in that again. But she basically took the same path that I took. Yeah. Minus the whole leaving a job and benefits to just randomly (laughs) start a nonprofit. (laughs) But you know, she thought the same thing. Oh, she's going to be a health teacher. So I mean, I'm loving your sister circle that you have at the table. I mean, if you think about it, you're like, hey, you have great people. It's, you know, the sister circle is a bond. Oh, it is. And you have to surround yourself with those people that you know are in your corner. So so. so this might sound really unprofessional of me, and um, but I've said this before. This team that we have over at Sentinel Pension within Falcon Winkler is probably a very – it's a super cohesive – Everybody works as a team, and if one of them told me they were leaving, I might tear up. <laughs> Truthfully, oh, yeah. I'd be supportive, but I'd be like, "Okay, give me a minute," you know, because we we have gotten really close to each other, and mm-hmm. I do think that that I mean, the girls that are with you, like that's probably like your family. I mean, they've yeah. been with you; they know you; they know the good crystal; they probably know the bad right. crystal. Right? Seen several. <laughs> there are layers to this thing, right? <laughs> this thing right here. 
has several layers. Right. And here's the tea. They're not all beautiful. And we all do, though. And we all do, though. So we could talk. That could be a whole nother pod. I've said so many times on a podcast, we could have a whole nother podcast. We need to go back and see what those uh, topics are, Lainey. So... You want you did win an award, or you were recognized as alumnus of the year at Southeastern. Okay, so that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Is that kind of random? Did that, they just pick was, you? It was a surprise. Um, and what's really hilarious is that I got a second award, but I thought it they were still talking about the first award, and they're like, "Oh no, that was just alumnus of the year. This one's distinguished." Oh, so apparently I am distinguished and I am a freaking lady, y'all. You are. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, we are. So, we we just have. So we're that so one honored. was 2019, and then I got another one in 2020. So well, congratulations, pretty, Crystal. Pretty, um, yeah. Apparently, good at leading the interns. You are, and giving back to my to my undergrad. I, I do also feel like you're the type of person though that you're never going to be like a hundred percent satisfied. Like you're always going to, how do we improve? How do we grow the organization? What else can we do? And that's a special type of person, which also means is it special or is it an illness? Oh, uh, well, probably both. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same way too. I mean, I always want to grow. I feel like we can always do something better. And you know, and I just, I don't think I'm ever going to be like, okay, I'm good. Even though I say that, that would be, okay, let me be good. You know, let me stop growing or something like that. I just don't, that's not my personality. It's the high strungness. But you appreciate where you are though. So like I'm always looking to do better, but I'm not overlooking where I am and how grateful I am for where I am. Because, you know, there was one point in time where I'm sure that I prayed to be where I am right now. Yeah. So now I'm here. And now I'm on to the next thing, but I'm making sure that I, you know, I remain in gratitude um, to just to be grateful for where I am. And this may be a stepping stone to my next step, but, you know, I'm enjoying this life that I have. That's it's a good life. I like this. I like this, Crystal. Yeah. Look, and when we when we get into our 40s, we are going to kill it. Honey, they are right there. I know. I turned 40 this year. All right. So um, to kind of wrap it up, just um, we'll say you're dating someone. He's supportive of you. Yes. I mean, let's just talk about the type of women we are. We only have two choices. Right. We either have a supportive partner or we don't have one at all. Exactly. This that is. So, um, but I'm supportive as well. We're we're both very supportive of personal goals, professional goals, and things like that. So, yeah, very supportive. And it takes a special human being to deal with the type of personality that I same. And my husband is actually a saint. I mean, he really I is. Pat. I mean, he's he's just. He told me last night, he was like, you're so good at the podcast. I mean, he listens to the podcast every Monday, every Monday when it comes out without fail. Um, and he keeps thanking me for moving all weekend. But I'm like, but you were there too. Like, you know, so he really does. He's supportive of my career moving and my goals. Both of y'all's house. Oh, God. But he did. I mean, he, we, it was it was a lot. I don't know if he took 52,000 steps, but he took more than what he normally does. Okay. But yes, I agree with you on that mm-hmm. support. And I mean, Maggie, kind of the same way with Aaron. I mean, you know, for when I took the CPA exam and probably when you went back to school and, you know, that takes time away from your significant other. And mm-hmm. it's, we are very blessed in that, in that regard. Cause you're right. They're either supportive or you don't have one. <laughs> yeah. And if he's not supportive, then what are you doing with him? Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, and I do, you know, I run my own nonprofit. I serve on other nonprofit yeah. boards. And 
I just, it's, I, I do a lot of things even outside of work. And then just outside of work, I, I really am a strong personality mm-hmm. to deal with. So I am. I. But I feel like it's a good personality. It is a good personality. And again, it's kind of like a dark satire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crystal, you're funny. So what it is. All right. So um, do you have any advice for others? Here's the deal. Okay. So I've learned that. We like to create these sister circles, and I'm all for them, and I love them. Mm -hmm. And I love to be straight in the middle of them, supporting other women. Mm -hmm. But the hard truth, the dirty truth is, you know, there are probably going to be more people than you would like to admit that would rather see you struggle and fail Mm -hmm. than see you succeed. Yeah. It's a sad, sad truth. You know, and the first step to fixing a problem is admitting that we have one. Mm -hmm. So where, you know, us four ladies can sit around this table and we can say, oh, that's great. You look great and and mean it. You wish that all encounters would be like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Why wouldn't they be, you know? Right. It's it's just the way that, that I feel that they're supposed to be. So, I mean, if I had to offer any advice, especially for women who are in leadership roles is to focus more on the people who are for you. Cause I used to spend a lot of time like focusing on the women um, and the individuals in general, who I felt were supportive because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very supportive. You I'm, are. I'm very positive. Um, I remember to check in. It may be random at 12 PM. Crystal just... texted me and told me that she was grateful that I was in her life a couple of weeks ago. And Aww. I was like, I need to be more like Crystal. And it may be random. Week. It may not be every day. It might be 12 months at midnight. I, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's what makes it special, though. You know? Um, but and I, authentic. Yeah. I used to spend a lot of time trying to protect myself from the people that I saw that I thought were trying to harm me. And then I realized those people don't deserve my time and my energy. So instead, I'm going to take that time and that energy to focus on people who I feel are actually for me and who support me and who make me feel good. Um, and look ahead rather than looking behind and over my shoulder. Right. Because, you know, honestly, if, you know, what other people think about you and feel about you is really none of your business. Right. That's on them. That's that's not on you. You can't control how they feel. You can't. Yeah. You can't control other people's actions. You can't control their thoughts. You can influence them. Right. You know, but you, you can't control And there's that thing where, you know, I have to let go of control. Yeah. I am the only person that I can control. It's really hard. It's hard. It's it's hard. And especially when you are a control freak. Yeah. You kind of want to control. I mean, sometimes I say stuff to Patrick and I'm like, oh, trying to control. I'm sorry about that. I really do live my life on the corner of wild and free. (laughs) And then the other corner is responsible. Yeah. It's it's quite a weird mix. Yeah. Because... They're like, oh, the crystal I see at work, if you catch me at the beach, you'll be like, there she is. That, and, and if I had to, you know, guess who the truest crystal is, it's definitely beach crystal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like you do post on Instagram about the beach a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that, you know, God told me that there was another life for me. A nomad selling stuff off of a cart at the beach. <laughs> what do you well, there me? you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think you're authentic and a go-getter. And I, I agree. I, I have felt like as I've gotten older, I just don't associate myself with negative or toxic people. I don't need to. There's no, there's no need for that. It is exhausting. And so 
Um, I try to stay away from drama and, and, and look, I'm not perfect. I'm sure I can be negative or, you know, woe is me sometimes, but I'm with you. I'm very much into women supporting other women and it, I have a great network and circle of friends. And so when I got 40 under 40 last year, it was like text out the white, text Mm. out the wazoo. I'm so proud of you. And I could tell that all of them were very genuine, you know, and so I'm very blessed. I would say that, you know, since I've been in my thirties, I've had a great network of women and I've had a great support system here at Falcon Winkler. So, you know, I I did kind of go through probably more of a rough patch in my high school to college years, truthfully. I watched you climb the ladder. And then when you got 40 under 40, I was like, hey, I know you. (laughs) So cool. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, girl, I know you. (laughs) I just made it, you know, because I'm going to be 40 this year. Okay. So we're going to ask, before we get to how people can get in touch with you, we've got our FAQs, which are five awesome questions. That's what our FAQ stands for. I love it. Okay. So would you prefer a manicure or a pedicure? A pedicure. I'm kind of manly with my hands. Okay. (laughs) Would you prefer chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Okay. Would you rather cook or eat out? Eat out. Okay. (laughs) Would you rather watch a movie or a TV show? A TV show. Okay. And would you rather listen to music or a podcast? Music. Okay. (laughs) So, look, decisive. Decisive. Sometimes we ask and they're like, oh, God. One, you know, so, um, all right. So Crystal, thank you so much for coming in and taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. How can people get in touch with you or learn more about your organization or, you know, do y'all have any events coming up? You can always find me at the beach. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That's where (laughs) I'll be. Just look me up. That's where I'll be. Um, You can find me at the safety place. Um, You can Google us. It'll take you to our website, um, give you my email address. And we do have, you know, with COVID, we're trying to mine restrictions Mm -hmm. and, and navigate. So... No events set in stone, but okay. planning them right now okay. um, because, you know, we're a safety nonprofit. We don't want to be unsafe. Correct. So. Well, right. right. Um, and so if pe- can people go to your website? Is there a way to subscribe to like a newsletter or email mm-hmm. so that, you know, if once you guys can solidify some things, they can be notified of that? Yes. So that's just all on your website. It's all on our website. Okay. Um, we have all the social media channels, all meaning I'm almost 40 and I'm not an expert at all of them, but we do have the basics, the Facebook. You're pretty good at posting. I see your posts. Twitters, Instagram. Is that you personally posting? On my Instagram or my social media or for the agency? For the agency. I do do all of our marketing and our media and our social media. And you said you have a ghost poster. I do use a social media poster. Yeah. So I I do schedule the post, but my heart is very much in them when I'm doing the social media calendar. Yes. I may not be hitting the send button every time at that moment. Right. I I come up with a lot of the verbiage, but Mm -hmm. I. Yes. So social medias, they can subscribe to our mailing list. Um, We love a good phone call and a good visit, especially if you have kids. We can help you install your car seats. We have a bike safety program for kids. We have a teen driver safety program. I was about to say, the teen driver safety, I feel like that was one thing. Doesn't it kind of like, not test somebody, but it's more distracted driving or how that can impact you. I would fail that. I would totally fail that test, I think. Don't tell me that. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, come on. Don't tell me. Well, I just get distracted easily. And I feel like if I knew that I was about to be distracted, it would make it worse. There are things that we can put in place. Like if you texted me while I was driving, yeah, it comes like, this girl yes. is crazy. No, no, no. She it would look back. at my message and with I the have auto emojis. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. That's actually 
I kind of like that because then I know that you're driving and you're not going to text me back. You know, I probably need to just do that on mine. And don't be one of those people that text emergency to get past the auto post. I would never do that, <laughs> Thank Crystal. You. you run a safety organization. <laughs> if you're driving, I'm not going to make Urgent. you text me. What are you wearing tonight? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, not uh, we're not. No. All right, so that's how you can get in touch with Crystal. Um, let's quickly wrap up with a few things that make us happy. Things that make us happy. So, Maggie, you go first. <laughs> Random stuff on Maggie's yeah, list. Yeah, mine is a food-related. <laughs> and? Food makes Maggie happy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's king cake season. We yeah. We king cakes all the time, and we take turns bringing them from different places, and it's always the best of the best, and I just love that. That's Can't what makes cancel me. king cake. No. Mardi Gras is an inside job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the king cakes are... Um, there is always a king cake in the kitchen. And uh, Casey, Casey, who was on the podcast, he said the other day, he's like, you know what makes me happy? It's like a super seasoned Dorito. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> when the it's one got, chip? Yeah, the one chip in the all, bag. Gotcha. All the flavor on. I'm like, that makes me happy too. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I heard you say the other day something about how food just makes you happy. It does. I like food. I like food. Um Okay, and then the thing that makes me happy, and I'm just going to go back to this. I alluded to it, but really my family um, and Patrick's family and all of the help that they gave us this weekend, my sister, I'm like, I don't remember helping my sister move into her house. She's helped me move into two. So she's got two and I've got zero, you know. And then my nephews came over to play on Friday night since now we're really close to them. So those... That makes me happy, and we're doing a monthly dinner with our families too. So, love that. Yeah, as we started a little supper club, a little supper club. Yes, yes. And we'll thank. We're going to do that thanks to Mimi, to my grandmother passing away. It made us think. Oh, we really, you know, it's that happened recently. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. So we have that in common. I lost my grandmother a couple months ago too. Okay, it's been really hard. It is hard. It is. It's hard. I was not expecting to be quite as sad. I mean, it's sad, but you know, know. because you know, you know, they're getting. But hey, I'm so I've actually have heard um, one of the financial advisors we work with, his wife lost her grandmother a week after mine passed away. And I just kind of feel like it's all these grandmothers are going to heaven and it makes it gives me comfort. (laughs) They are all hanging out. I am certainly that they will find my grandmother sitting under a tree drinking beer out of a can. Okay. (laughs) Mine's going to be drinking the Diet Cherry 7-Up and Vodka, but they'll be drinking together. But they can still sit under the same tree. Yes. yes. God God bless them. Yes. Love grandmothers. But anyway, thank you so much, Crystal. This has been a treat. We really appreciate it. And um, thanks to all of our listeners. This is actually our 20th episode. And I feel like we've made some improvements and thank you to the few people that have emailed us. Uh, as always, we can, you know, you can direct message us. We'll probably keep some of the polls going. That's kind of fun. We are super open, like I've said, to feedback. So please let us know your thoughts. If you want to hear us talk about anything, if you have a guest, if you want to be a guest, you know, I'm good with that. So, um, hope everyone has a great week till next time. Cheers. Bye. Bye.